0: Hello there, and welcome to this episode of the My Poetry Readings podcast, with me, your host, Declan Malt. And in each episode, we revisit some of the everyday poetry that may have been part of our lives, and perhaps also discover some new poems along the way, while all the time not professing to be either a poet or a literary scholar. In this episode, we're going to take a look at The Cure at Troy by Seamus Heaney. For those of us who may be just coming to know the works of one of the greatest poets of our age, I would like to give a very brief background to the extraordinary life and career of Seamus Heaney. Seamus Justin Heaney was an Irish poet, playwright and Nobel laureate. He was, and still is, recognised as one of the principal contributors to poetry in Ireland during his lifetime and is often described as the most important Irish poet since Yeats. He was born in April 1939 in rural County Derry in Northern Ireland, between the villages of Castle Dawson and Toombridge, which is close to the northwest shores of Lochney. And his family moved to the nearby town of Balay when he was a boy. Beginning his studies in St. Columb's College in Derry in 1951, he moved to Belfast in 1957 to study English language and literature at Queen's University and then went on to lecture in St. Joseph's College in Belfast in the early 1960s. He was appointed a lecturer of modern English literature at Queen's in 1966, and that same year saw the publication of his first major volume of works, the critically acclaimed and award-winning Death of a Naturalist. He moved to Wicklow a few years later, and became Head of English at Carysford College in Dublin in 1976 and he settled permanently in Sandy Mountain, Dublin, until his death, living also part-time in the United States. He was a professor at Harvard from 1981 to 97, and its poet-in-residence from 1988 to 2006, and was also a professor of poetry at Oxford from 1989 to 1994. He won the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1995, with what the Nobel Committee described as Works of a lyrical beauty and ethical depth, which exalt everyday miracles and the living past. He has won numerous national and international awards, and there are too many to mention on this occasion. But perhaps we can explore these in a little bit more detail in some future podcasts. The Seamus Heaney Centre for Poetry opened at Queen's University in 2004, And in 2011, he donated his personal literary notes to the National Library in Ireland. And now these are the most consulted of all the library collections. Seamus Heaney died on the 30th of August 2013 and is buried at St. Mary's Church, Bellahi in County Derry. His legacy continues through his poetry, which is taught now in classrooms throughout the world and remains beloved by readers of all ages. Belaghy, of course, is also home to the wonderful Seamus Heaney home Place, which is a purpose-built arts and literary centre celebrating the life and work of its most famous son. His epitaph is taken from one of his great poems, The Gravel Walk, and reads, Walk on air against your better judgment. While often rooted in the landscape of his native Northern Ireland, Seamus Heaney's poetry has a universal appeal that has found a worldwide readership. For many of us, his poems and publications are relatively recent, and therefore, in my particular case, for example, were not part of the school curriculum for many of us. My first exposure to his works was the book 100 Poems, which is an intimate gathering of poems chosen and introduced by the Heaney family. One read-through, and like many millions around the world, I've become captivated by his poetry. And as this is the first poem by Seamus Heaney to feature on the podcast, I was slowly trying to figure out what poem to choose. So many to choose from, for example, Digging, Midterm Break, Blackberry Picking, The Forge, the list goes on and on. However, I was slightly intrigued with the recent upsurge in the popularity and coverage of The Cure at Troy, which led me to take a closer look at the poem and actually feature it here. The Cure of Troy marks Seamus Heaney's first venture into the field of drama. It was written initially in 1990 for the Field Day Theatre Company, which is a collaboration between Heaney, the playwright Brian Friel, the actress Stephen Ray, among others. It is his adapted version of the ancient tragic Greek play Philoctetes, written by Sophocles, which takes place during the closing days of the Trojan War. The resonance of this ancient tale with that of the troubles in Northern Ireland and perhaps the struggle of the apartheid movement in South Africa was a major attraction to Heaney. The poem, at its heart, addresses questions of personal morality, deceit, and political expediency, along with that of suffering and healing. As always, I will leave the interpretation up to yourselves. The Cure of Troy by Seamus Heaney Human beings suffer. They torture one another. They get hurt and get hard. No poem or play or song Can fully right a wrong Inflicted and endured. History says Don't hope on this side of the grave. But then, once in a lifetime, the longed for tidal wave of justice can rise up and hope and history rhyme. So hope for a great sea change on the far side of revenge. Believe that a further shore is reachable from here. Believe in miracles and cures and healing wells. Call miracles self-healing, the utter, self-revealing double-take of feeling. If there's fire on the mountain, or lightning and storm, and a god speaks from the sky, that means someone is hearing the outcry and the birth cry of new life at its term. It means once in a lifetime that justice can rise up and hope and history rhyme. To say that this poem has universal appeal is probably a bit of an understatement. And these days it's fantastic that we can actually hear the reading from Seamus Heaney himself. And I've included a link to two readings in the show notes below that are just slightly different to one another. Leaders from all over the world have quoted this poem from time to time and actually is particularly popular with some of the more recent US presidents. President Bill Clinton quoted passages of this in 1995 while he was in Derry during the Northern Ireland peace process. And more recently, President Joe Biden has frequently quoted the passage and it featured heavily during his presidential campaign. Lin-Manuel Miranda also recited it on the evening of President Biden's inauguration just recently in January 2021. And links to these versions are also included in the show notes below. Well, we're coming to the end of this episode of the My Poetry Readings podcast. And I really hope you enjoyed the reading and a little bit of background to the Cura, Troy. And if so, please subscribe to My Poetry Readings wherever you get your podcasts. And indeed, to the YouTube channel as well. And if you think anybody else would like to join us on this journey, please share with them also. And a review, if you're up to it, on Apple Podcasts would also help spread the word. You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook and other social media platforms, and all these links are included in the show notes below also. I would love to hear any feedback or comments that you may have, either good, bad or indifferent, and indeed any suggestions that you may have for a future reading. Now, I'm off to sharpen the quill for the next episode. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, Slong go all.